Joy to the world, the Lord has come. This is Jerry G. Martin. We are celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, one of the most significant events in the history of the world. For God so loved the world that he sent his only son, that whoever would believe on him would not perish, but shall have everlasting life. He was born for our salvation. He was crucified for our salvation. He was raised up on the third day for our salvation. And now we are celebrating who he is and that he's not only come to the world, but he has come to our lives. Use the opportunity of this season to invite someone to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Listen to these messages today as we continue to walk in the light of God's word as we celebrate our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Sometimes you can hear people say something like, I may not be where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. If you are a believer and a follower of Jesus Christ and have dedicated your life to Christ, there are a few things that you can know for certain. Number one, you can know that there was a change in your life when you came to Christ. If you came to Christ and have made that commitment to him, there was a change. If you have not changed, nothing happened. The Bible tells us if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. If you are in Christ, you are a new creation. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. There is change when Christ comes into your life. There's nobody that he came into their life that didn't change some. Secondly, if you have come to know Christ, you will discover this as well, that you are not comfortable doing the same things, the same ungodly things you did before you came to Christ. You may do that, but if Christ is in you, the Holy Spirit's in you, you are not comfortable because he's on the inside of you arguing with you that you need to straighten up and confess and repent. Okay, let me say that again. If, if you have Christ in your life and the Holy Spirit's on the inside of you, you cannot continue to live an ungodly life uh, and be comfortable. What happened to cause that tremendous significant change in your life? You had an encounter with Christ. The same Jesus who was born in Bethlehem. The same Jesus who was the object of the search by the wise men. The same Jesus who was born of a virgin and died on a cross and was raised up on the third day. That's the one that you met and he's the one that has changed your life. I want us to look at a passage that Paul the Apostle wrote to Titus as I want to continue to look at uh, the change that happens in our lives when we meet this Jesus Christ who now we celebrate. 
in the book of Titus, chapter 3. Uh, if you don't know where Titus is, ask your neighbor next to you. Say, what happened to Titus? Chapter 3, beginning at verse 3 in the NIV. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. When people who do not know Christ and people who do not live the Christian experience come to church and observe us and observe our life and our lifestyle for those of us who are living a righteous, holy life, they are sometimes put off by how we carry ourselves and how we function and how we live and how we talk and how we walk. They may think that they can't live up to the lifestyle of righteous living and righteous giving and serving. Uh, I can't do that, they may say. I can't live that kind of life. I, uh, you don't know who I am. That They may believe that the things that they have done may, and may still be doing, that God will not forgive them and God will not save them. God don't want me in his family. He, you don't know who I am. You don't know what I've done. You don't know where I come from. You don't know the kind of things that I've experienced in my life. I don't, I'm not sure that God would even accept me. But Paul dispels that notion in verse 3 because he says to those who are listening, he says, we too were foolish. Who's the we? Those of us who are believers, those of us who are sitting here worshiping, those of us who are following Jesus Christ. We too were foolish. And we can say that everybody in here who's saved can turn to somebody who's unsaved and say, I know what you're dealing with because we too were. He said, first of all, we were foolish. Amen. Now, the problem with being foolish and being a fool is that you don't know you're a fool. Because <laughs> if you knew you were a fool, you'd do something different. Amen. That's why they call it foolish. A guy that didn't have good mental capacity looked at me one time and said, you crazy? <laughs> the Bible says a fool says in his heart, there is no God. He said, now, if you find somebody say, I don't believe in God, you, you, don't, even, you don't even have to finish the conversation. Because the Bible says a fool says <laughs> in his heart. <laughs> There is no God. And then he lives with that understanding. There is no God. So I can do what I want to do and I can function like I want to function. There is no case for moral standards and no case for living a life that is right and righteous. I can't define it. I'm charting my own course. I'm doing my own thing. He says, we too were foolish. We were living as if there was no God. And then secondly, he says, we too were disobedient. Before you come to Christ, you were disobedient. We walked in disobedience to the things of God. Even though we knew what God said. Some of us grew up in church and we went to Sunday school and we knew the word and we can quote some of the scriptures, but we still lived a life apart from the 
word of God and we did things and we practiced a lifestyle and we said sometimes and you still hear people say well I know what the Bible say what's next but so that means that you have decided that you're going to be disobedient because it's not convenient for you you look around at everybody here right now we look saved and sanctified we look like we've never done anything. We've never been to the club. Ain't nobody never smoked no weed in here. You know, uh, we look like that. Look like ain't nobody did no cocaine. Ain't nobody spent the night and woke up next to somebody they didn't know who it was. It don't, it don't seem like we did that kind of stuff. We just look that way today. But we too were foolish. We too Word, disobedient. Y'all looking at me strange like, I ain't doing none of that, Pastor. Well, you did something. <laughs> you stole some donut holes when nobody was looking. <laughs> you did something. Paul says, number three, we were deceived. We too were deceived. We were disobedient. We were foolish. We were deceived. The Bible said there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. We were deceived. We thought uh, that we were going the right way. We thought that we had a good understanding of how we wanted to direct our lives and live our lives and whatever, regardless of what God says about it. It's my life and I can do what I want to do with my life. Nobody has the right to tell me what I need to do. There's a way that seems right to a man but the end is destruction. We, we thought we could manage our life without God having any influence in our life and controlling our lives. When we grew up in church and we saw people living righteous and holy and honoring God and we thought, I don't know if I can do that. They don't drink, they don't cuss, they don't go out to party, they don't do those kind of things. I, that's boring to me. So I, I, I can't live that kind of life. We thought that we could find fulfillment by accomplishing things on our own. Paul says, I, I know who we are. I know who's in the church. We too. We don't look like it now because we're lifting our hands in praise and we're giving God thanks and we're reading our Bible and we're coming to prayer meeting. But we too were disobedient. We too were deceived. And we too were foolish. That's what we were. And then he says, we too were enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We were enslaved by that. We were enslaved to our own lust and desires. Those desires for possession. I got to have that. I, I got to have that. And, and the world plays to our desires. That's why they spend billions and billions of dollars to advertise because they know there's a desire. You want that stuff. And they just show it to you and they just got to make it look real good. They light it up. Sometimes I look at the food commercials for a hamburger and that hamburger looks so good but they got that thing lighted, sprayed. They got, it, they got that thing fixed up. You wouldn't want to eat what you see. But they got to make it look so that you say, ooh, I'm going down there and get me one of them. You just bought a car last year, year before last, but now they show you that new one. You said, ooh, 
You don't like your car no more. Now the car manufacturers know that if you like your car and you're going to keep up with it for 10 years or 11 years or 12 years, they're going out of business if folks keep their cars that long. They got to entice you to get another one. They got to entice you to get another iPad. They got, they're not going to just make one and, and put everything in it this year. They're saving some stuff for the next issue. So you, cause they know you want it, you're going to stand in line to go get it. I got to get it. I got to get the next phone. <laughs> this is the iPad 1. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it. It does everything I need. So get you another one, Pastor, for what? Give it to me. <laughs> but we got passions for possession. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I certainly hope that you have enjoyed this message for the season. The Bible tells us that Jesus came to bring peace, to bring salvation, and bring his joy into our lives and to our heart. We sing joy to the world. This year has been a tumultuous year. Many of us do not have the joy of the Lord in us today. We may not have the peace of God in our hearts right now because of all the things that have been going on around us. But I want you to know that the Lord Jesus Christ is still seeking to save those who are lost. He's still bringing his joy and he's still bringing his peace to every one of us who will turn our hearts toward him and invite him into our lives and allow him to be the Lord of our lives. He was born so that we can be born again and have a new life in Christ Jesus. I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We are meeting in person on Sundays. For more information or if you have a prayer request, call us at 281-964-1393. That's 281-964-1393. I also invite you to join us online each Sunday at 10 a.m., at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And then don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. Call us if you need church supplies, communion supplies, offering envelopes, Bibles or books, or study material. 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.